What's going on, everybody? This is John with SDGC, and uh, tonight I am joined by two very close old friends of the podcast, Anthony Agnello and Josh Silverman. And uh, what's going on, fellas? How we doing? Hello. <laughs> doing all right. Doing all right. Got a nasty oh. cough, so I will be muting myself periodically. Oh, that's all right. That's that, that's fine. That's how we. You know what? Don't mute yourself. Just cough on mic. That's how we do it here at SDGC. <laughs> man, it's a, it's a trash fire. You know this. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so tonight we're going to be doing a little spoiler cast for, uh, for Kingdom Hearts 3. And, uh, shout out to Aiden Strawhun, my friend, uh, over in San Francisco. She was going to join us tonight, but she wasn't not able to finish the game in time. So, uh, I'll talk, <laughs> I'll talk all my, all my theories with her later. But, uh, gentlemen, so Kingdom Hearts 3, uh, in development since 1994. Um, <laughs> finally. Well, went into development on the PC engine. Yeah, uh, on, the, on the Commodore 64, actually, I hear, Anthony. It's a long, long gestating product, uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 is. Um, if, I, if I'm not mistaken, the ninth game in the series, guys? It is the thirteenth game. Jesus in the series. fucking Christ! Like, like, so hold on. Are we counting? Are we counting Kingdom Hearts Unite? Yes, you're counting. You gotta count okay, everything. We're we gotta you count, gotta count everything. everything. Okay. All right. Yep. Uh, you count John, I would like to point game. out there are three games that retell the story of the first game, and <laughs> all of those games have been remade. <laughs> all three of them. <laughs> that's God, I the love best this series. Thing. I love <laughs> this fucking series. But they do retell it in new and interesting <laughs> ways. <laughs> For anyone listening audio, I did do air quotes. Let's just be clear. Yes, yeah, it should be known. I well, this is this is why I love this exercise at all because we're claiming to be doing a Kingdom Hearts three spoiler cast, but spoiler. You can't spoil a Kingdom Hearts. You really <laughs> can't. It's you impossible. really can't. Like, oh, so, so, like, you can spoil it in the sense that you know, if you show a video of the last boss battle, for example, like, I would consider that spoiling it. You know, even though you know it's Xehanort, like, you right. know it's Xehanort, but <laughs> but you but don't know on, in what, like in what setting. You don't know right, what exactly. So that would exactly. Be and I said that spoiling. on Twitter too, right? I was like, man, what a great final boss battle with Xehanort. And somebody was like, uh, spoilers. And I was like, okay, dude, if you don't know that Xehanort is going to be the, the final boss of Kingdom Hearts three, then I don't know what else to tell you, dude. That's not really a spoiler. Um, yeah. But speaking of spoilers, let's uh, let's go ahead and dive right into it because this is a game. Like all, all joking aside, we've all been waiting for this game since 2013 when it was first announced. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Almost six fucking years. This game uh, this game was in development, actually longer because it was clearly it had clearly been in the pot for a little bit uh, before they announced it at E3 in 2013. Oh sure. Let's let's um, be clear that the Pirates of the Caribbean world referenced here is a film from. God damn 2007. 2007. Yeah. Yeah, just like Tangled. Tangled came out when? In 2009? Uh, like yeah, a long time ago. Yeah, yeah, so, you know, and just just even thinking that Big Hero 6 came out 4 years ago really makes me feel elderly now. Mm-hmm. Like that's I feel fucking old. Mm-hmm. Because like like I got to that world and I was like, man, like, you know, oh, cool, a real a recent Disney World. I looked it up and I was like, 2014. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Like, what the fuck is happening to my life? Hey, I'm looking forward to uh, Kingdom Hearts 4 coming out in time for my kids to graduate high school with Moana references. I'm actually going to be playing... I'm going to enjoy playing Kingdom Hearts 4 uh, at age 62 uh, with my with, with my grandson, who will then be uh, 20. So it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a really good time. 
It's gonna be really well, hard. I do the math right the, now. <laughs> the thing, the thing that was so remarkable to me is when Kingdom Hearts three, like when I sat down to start it, my two and a half year old daughter, I called her in. I was like, "Look, honey, there's Mickey and Donald and Goofy. You love them." And as she's sitting in my lap, I was like, "When I started playing this series, it was on launch day, and I ditched class." Because oh. classes were still a thing that I took. I was con- <laughs> I was convinced to play Kingdom Hearts, if I remember right. I was convinced to play the original Kingdom Hearts, junior year of high school in the library where I wasn't eating lunch by a kid who was so stoned out of his mind that he just kept repeating King. He, he's like, "You gotta play it." I'm like, "Dude, I don't like Disney." And he's like, "No, Final Fantasy, man." And what are you eating? <laughs> yeah, and that's I, my, my earliest memory of Kingdom Hearts. I remember Hearts. playing Kingdom Hearts before the Marine Corps when I was working as a waiter down south oh, with my. absolutely no direction in my life at all. So Kingdom Hearts represents a really, really interesting what? time in my life. John, I always assumed that you were drawn to Kingdom Hearts in 2002 for the exact same reason I was. You saw screens in a Game Informer or a Game Pro magazine and you thought, Finally, more Squall. They're giving me more Squall, and I gotta have it. I remember seeing that ad. That's actually what did convince me. (laughs) I I remember seeing that ad, and I was like, he's still the best-looking guy at the dance. Yep. Mm -mm. (laughs) So let's. So 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 Kingdom Hearts three. Um, right off the bat, guys, uh, I will I will go ahead, and and this might be controversial because I know a lot of people are going to say no, no, Kingdom Hearts two, strongest collection of Disney worlds in the series. Mm, Extra bold. Uh, I, I I think if we're talking aesthetic, like from an aesthetic standpoint, um, like Tangled, oh my God, such a beautiful fucking gorgeous. world. Like, yeah. oh, and and um, and Twilight Town actually feels lived in. Guys, it has NPCs. Twilight Town people. has bustling activity. It has people living there. It's not a it's not a barren wasteland anymore. And um, you know, like I was like, granted, I was a little disappointed that San Francisco felt as lifeless as it did. Um, San until Francisco you go so back confused. in, uh, until yeah. you go back in, yeah, until yeah, that's true. It still feels like a rushed world. It just it's, it's just a gigantic open map. I, it doesn't feel the same at the same level of love as the rest of the levels. Yeah, yeah that bears out. I agree, but guys, can, so can we can we agree that pound for pound, the strongest world was Pirates of the Caribbean this time? Oh man, it was so great. And just vi- the visually, the rain, Anthony, like oh, uh, oh my the, god, the rain, just blew me away. The, Every single time, once I realized how much there actually was to do in the mm-hmm. islands, I wasted once you like get the ship, I was five hours in that world, dude. Yeah, it was so so. Oh, maxing what? out the ship level. Yeah, maxing was, out the yeah. ship level, finding uh, finding the the treasure troves, and they were all useful treasure troves. Like if mm-hmm. I didn't spend time exploring in Pirates of the Caribbean, I don't think I would have leveled up any of the Keyblades past two or three. And yeah. you could you find so many raw materials, and it's so legitimately rewarding. Like that's what's when you say, John, that this is the best collection of Disney worlds. It's not just the best representations of these places; it's the the richest selection of worlds because there's yeah. always something a little bit different. Even if Big Hero Six is a big open map, at least it's a big open map in a very different way than any mm-hmm. place else you go. The only one that's disappointing to me in the entire game is Monsters Inc., and that's not. 
necessarily on the game, there's just not a whole lot there to work with. So unless was, you were, yeah, unless you were going into kids' rooms, and that would be <laughs> so that would be a wildly inappropriate. Yeah. So 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 like, <laughs> I, but then you know, like you could have mer- like you could have like tied it directly into Toy Story, right? Like if you got, you know, like there, I feel like there's a missed opportunity for a crossover there, but like. I would agree with you, and then I'll, I'll kick it over to I'll kick it over to Josh after this. But I'll say this: like I I feel like I would agree with you on Monsters Inc. solely. And again, this is I don't even necessarily think this is a problem of the game so much as it is I really wanted to fight Randall. I yeah. really wanted to fight <laughs> Randall, and you don't get that. And that's one thing that really actually struck me about this, guys, is that you don't fight a lot of the Disney villains. Um, yeah, you fight Davy Jones, uh, you fight Marshmallow uh, from the Frozen World. And that's really it? Oh, I'm sorry, Baymax. You fight Dark version Baymax, of Baymax. A version yeah. of Baymax, which almost broke my wife. She was watching me do that. <laughs> and, like, she couldn't give a shit about Kingdom Hearts or Final Fantasy. But she saw me beating up on Baymax. And she was like, oh, no, it's the Baymax that he left behind. And I, she was like, no. But but I was, a little, I was a little disappointed by the lack of major Disney villain boss fights. Josh? No, I'd agree with that. I mean, it's uh, not to change a different subject, but it, the Disney villain boss fights, which the series has kind of always had, you know, and then also the lack of Final Fantasy stuff are two just noticeable oh, things. Oh, that's another one, yeah. Like, it was just hard. I mean, the Final Fantasy thing is what most people are noticing. It's the stronger noticing thing. But, like, even the Disney villains, until you just said that, it didn't occur to me that there's only, like, if you count Baymax, essentially, as like a half a thing, kind of. There's only, like, two and a half Disney villains in this whole thing. And, and that's fight. Uh huh. That's you know kind of surprising. So like, uh, I don't know. Let me ask you guys this though. Like like Mother Gothel in um Entangled, and Hans in Frozen. Do they turn into heartless? Like, do you technically mm-hmm. fight them? Like you're like, technically yeah. fighting them. Yeah. That's you. It's the yeah, technically the fight. Yeah. Okay. So so I guess I I don't know. Like, are we going to count them as Disney villains that you're fighting per se? I, you like, know, it it counts that you are technically having a narrative encounter with yeah. the the villain of the game, but it's different than uh, you know beating like, the shit out of Clayton and and which <laughs> oh, God, was so good. Yeah, that was yeah, a great fight. The brutal yeah. fight against Hades in the Colosseum in mm-hmm. Kingdom Hearts Two, uh, Jafar in Kingdom Hearts One. Those those things are absent, but I also. I, I think in this game, this is so specifically focused on wrapping up the story of it Organization is, 13. It's too focused. It, it, well, and that's yeah. the problem, right? And which is why, honestly, like, like I, I might get some flack for this, but my personally, my most. One of the worlds I was most impressed with visually and aesthetically, but also the most disappointed with, was Toy Story. Um, oh, yeah. I loved that world. Because I, I loved every second I, of it. I hated that world. I loved... Oh. So, okay, so here's my deal, right? Like, I loved the aesthetic of the world. Like, when I when I jumped on the roof of Andy's house, I was like, God! I was like, I'm fucking never coming home. Like, <laughs> and... But, but then, like... I felt like I felt like navigating Galaxy Toys was just tedious and that's and, what I hated and cumbersome and what a missed opportunity! Like, why couldn't you fight Zerg, Emperor Zerg? Uh, like, uh, you don't like that Woody and Buzz joined you in having to defeat a Japanese sex doll? Like a giant? <laughs> like, what was that? Like, like why it's a could, giant like, sex doll? Like, why couldn't you just fight Emperor Zerg? Like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, and I know that's that might be petty and small, but I feel like like take the boss of that world for example, which is basically just like a heartless spaceship that has no real connection to toy story at all and and i was like why couldn't they just be zerg 
Like, like it, it would make sense, right? Like, just why couldn't that be Zerg? It just, I don't know. I yeah. feel like, I feel like, the, and I feel like the Toy Story world more than any other world. And I'll kick it over to you, Anthony. Had practically zero to do with the plot. Oh, I I couldn't disagree more. I couldn't okay, okay no, no, more. please, no, this I, is what I want. I, yeah, no. yeah. I, the 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 thing I I played Toy Story, the Toy Story world first, and a the thing that I delighted in the Toy Story world is that it did what the Tron world did in the original uh, in Kingdom Hearts two, which it said. We are a not going to familiarize you with this world at all, <laughs> yeah. and we are just going to tell a completely original story. Like we're going to vaguely reference uh, events from one of the previous films. Like maybe this is taking place after Toy Story two, but we don't know. And I love how truly aggressively weird it is that all of these characters that you're so familiar with are trapped in a predicament that is not different than the one that Sora and his friends are. That's a and solid I like, point. Yeah, I like that I like that Buzz and Woody are basically adrift in the exact same way that Sora is. I love that Kingdom Hearts 3 starts on such a bummer note where yeah. where Sora is not a destined hero. He's screwed. He messed up and he's <laughs> He's lost all the things that he he should have been able to hold on to. You know, he's having a legitimate setback. And I love that that's happening for the character. And I, le- um, I love that he gets to see other figures step up. Like, the fact that I get to see Woody have an existential crisis of being like, Wait a second! <laughs> the world doesn't exist! Buzz, your guns work like guns! Nothing works! That. Like, Perfect, amazing. That's uh, that's exactly how weird I want Kingdom Hearts to be at its best. Josh, what about you, man? Like, I, I, I um, I, I don't, don't just limit it to Toy Story, but what do you felt like if you had to pick a world that resonated with you the least? What world is that? Uh, um, I mean, a Toy Story would probably would have been my um, my. I would think Toy Story would be my pick just because, again, I was bothered by the, the openness of the world and stuff like that. But thinking about it, like hearing the discussion about it, honestly, the story of the world still was good, even if like I didn't like the gameplay of the world. So the story and stuff, it still resonated well. Um, honestly, probably, and this is going to be painful for me to say, Twilight Town. Yeah, um, yeah I, think I can see Twilight that. Twilight Town's my absolute... All time, it was my all, absolute all time favorite world with Kingdom Hearts 2. Um, Roxas is very near and dear to my heart. Um, before naming my second kid Sora, I yeah. almost convinced my wife to name the kid Roxas. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> came very close. Uh, he was supposed to be Sora X, by the way, just to be a complete douche. Um, but uh, no, I came, but I came, like, Roxas is very near and dear to me. I love. The, uh, the 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 data Twilight Town. I love exploring that world. I loved the mini games. I probably. If not for my obsession with grinding at levels in Kingdom Hearts 1, I probably spent more time in Twilight Town from, uh, from Kingdom Hearts 2 than any, than all the worlds, honestly, combined between struggle and stuff. So to see it in this, in, in this game be, and yes, it is full of life. It's vibrant. There's a but lot you spend going like, on. But like, but you spend like five minutes there the whole game. 
Yeah, you're there. You're bare there, but any barely any time. Uh, it's it, it's a tiny section of the town. You go through this little tunnel, and then it's you know then it's the forest and the mansion, and you don't even get to go inside the mansion. It's just this tiny slice of what was probably one of the biggest maps previously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the only logical reasons to go back there would be the Moogle shop for the postcards, the the Huey Dewey and Louis shop, and the bistro. And two of those three things can be accessed anywhere. Anywhere, yeah. The yeah. bistro and the and the uh, Moogle shop, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I was just saying, who do in Louis' shop? Right. Uh, yeah. Okay. Be... Yeah. Yo. Yeah. You're right. Uh, but the Moogles can be accessed anywhere. The only thing that ha- you have to go there for is the postcards. Postcards. Which yeah. the only important thing about that is it's a way to get the ultimate weapon. Otherwise, those postcards are useless. And then you just um, and all you do is you just save scum it over and over and over until you get the Orange Alcum Plus. <laughs> like that's. that's uh, I, you know, I see. Here's the other thing. That's I what I did. <laughs> I'm, I'm not money sure is that. completely and utterly useless in this game. I never spent money on absolutely anything in 50 yeah. plus hours yeah. playing. So I didn't even bother save scumming. I had 30,000 money. So yeah. I just bought a potion left. Bought a potion left, and I I think I spent like. Six thousand before I got the you know the plus. Uh, is there? And this is somebody fill me in. I am almost convinced that this is the case, but I can't remember specifically. Is the reason that you do not go to Traverse Town because Traverse Town no longer physically exists in continuity? Uh, because of a th- because of dream drop distance, right? Because it was right. a dream world, yeah. right? I, like the, pres- the like the actual place gets destroyed by the end of Kingdom Hearts two, I think. Yeah, presumably, I think we are. Yeah, Traverse Town doesn't exist, um, which is fine. Traverse Town is great. The music is phenomenal. But right. my biggest oversight is why can't I just go to Radiant Gardens? Yeah. Hollow Bastion has been in yeah. every numbered game, well, and, and, and it was in Bir- Birth by Sleep. Give me fucking. That's my. Oh, that's that. that yeah. So so like you know, and it sounds like we're really down on the game. Everybody, we're not. We're just getting. The, we're not. We're we're, we're getting oh, the stuff. We're getting this. We're getting the bad stuff out of the way first. One other thing, I didn't. I was disappointed in, and it ties in actually a bit to Twilight Town. Was the utter lack of Final Fantasy characters? Like I, you, you oh yeah. You guys know I'm a, I'm a huge Final Fantasy guy. I know Anthony is too. There's no Sid. There's no Setzer. There's no um, there. Uh, there's no uh, Cipher. There's no Fujin. There's no Raijin. There's yep. no Vivi. Um, there's no Cloud. There's no Sephiroth. There's no Aron. I mean, there is nothing. There is yeah. nothing. And I feel like, like one of my favorite moments from Kingdom Hearts Two. And like you guys know me in Final Fantasy Six, right? That's my favorite mm-hmm. thing of all time, right? And and. One of my favorite moments from six, or, or from from two, was I, I first played uh, Kingdom Hearts two when I was in Afghanistan in a little hut, right? Damn. And, and and when you fight, and when Setzer Gabiani, uh, you know, from Final Fantasy six pops, up, I was like, oh shit! I was like, <laughs> fuck! Here we go! Like I that like the moments like that when you see those Final Fantasy characters that you love pop up, like when you don't expect them to, is just one of the what was traditionally one of the great things about Kingdom Hearts, and there was literally. Yeah. Nothing, and there's no explanation for what happened to any of them. It's why I brought up. It's why I brought up the absence of Traverse Town because at least in that case, you'd be like, well, narratively speaking, Sid and Neku from yeah. the World Ends with mm-hmm. You and Squall are, you know, the reason they were all in no Traverse Squall. Town. Yeah, yeah, they're they can that can be justified. Aerith. Uh, you know the the Yuna and Riku and Yuffie. Pain, like, there's no Yuffie like. Fine, but there's no logic at all to not have Setzer, Cipher, and Vivi 
in Twilight Town. Like, yeah. Why wouldn't they be well, there? Cloud? Where the well, hell was Cloud? Like well, Twilight Town's literally they, there's somebody saying where Cipher. Like there's one of the repeated dialogues. And something yeah. to that effect <laughs> is is asking about him over and over again. So it's like literally one developer on this game was sitting there and had a question. What if where is Cipher? What if what if that was actually a developer in the game who didn't understand and he snuck that line of dialogue in to kind of like give a big fuck you to Square Enix? He just he walked he walked into the booth one day and said. Where's Cypher? And just stuck it in the game <laughs> and just edit a loop from various NPCs. I would be very happy. Be oh, my very... God. So, like, I don't know. Like, it sounds like we're really down on the game, and we're not. Um, well, if, can I? No, please, please. I, well, There's something I want to read here. I was I was thinking about this. So you're saying it sounds like we're really down on the game, and this is a tweet that I put out uh, back on February 2nd. So, uh you know, ten day, you know, eleven days ago, Kingdom Hearts three is utterly baffling to me. I'm loving, I'm practically every minute, but I'm not sure I've ever complained about a game more. I feel strong moments of disappointment while playing, and yet overall, it may be my favorite in the series. Yeah. It's an <laughs> inter- it's an interesting <laughs> dichotomy, right? Like like the combat <laughs> is bar none the best it's ever been, the best mm-hmm. it's ever been, and the game is also way too fucking easy at the same time. Oh. Way too easy, stupid easy, like. Playing on like, Proud, the game is the easy one of the easiest games I've ever played. Like, I, 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 yeah, I'm fine I, with that. I, yeah. I, I have never ever since the original game played a Kingdom Hearts on anything but easy. I am not here <laughs> to be taxed by some nonsense on the road to a secret ending. I will say Even this though, <laughs> Anthony, Anthony, I think we can all agree. Like for whatever reason. Uh, as soon as you hit Keyblade Graveyard, that difficulty spike takes a serious fucking bump. I was like, God, like some of those final boss fights, I was like, God damn. Like, Not on easy. Shit. That final boss fight against Xehanort is the only time I ever had to use items the entire game, and I regret nothing. So imagine playing it on Proud, Anthony. Go ahead, John. No. <laughs> I had always one high potion in that final boss fight, but no. Uh, here's the thing. Uh, the shot luck from... Um, so there's this there's a sequence where you are chasing like a, I forget the exact name of it but like a Grim Reaper character who has everyone's hearts mm-hmm. and you're going Oh the lich. Them. Yeah, it's the lich. Yeah, yeah the lich. Thank you. Uh, I had the um, the nano gear, the uh, big hero 6 the keyblade. Seri- the, yeah, the keyblade. Uh, two hits of the shot luck killed it in every single world on proud yeah. mode without the slightest hint of difficulty yeah. and that seemed like it should have been a hard thing and then against uh, Xehanort, there's uh, a part when you first walk into um, uh, the final world where Solid you're. Kylum. Thank you. Yeah. There's uh, 13, you know, guys all masked and whatnot that you fight. I literally pulled the ultra weapon shot luck out, hit that. They didn't load in the game fully. Literally, the game did not fully <laughs> load in the fucking fight because it was so overpowered. To be fair, I was like level 65. Okay. Oh, so, dude, you were like 30 levels over leveled for that. Like, <laughs> you were way over leveled for that. The I recommended didn't even level. Gro- I didn't even grind. Most King of Heart games I grind. Like, that literally just happened. That was Pirates. Pirates, I went up 25 fucking levels. Oh, th- because you wandered around for hours and hours and hours as well. Yeah. <laughs> so, I got a question. Like, y- y- you brought it up, and this has actually been on my mind for a bit now. Like, the 13 mysterious adversaries in Scala Ed Kylum. Like, yeah. were those, was that Organization 13? Or was that, like, the shells? Because they had all the weapons. Like, one had Zigbar's uh, guns, and one had... Uh, you know, one had dead yeah, the guitar. I, like, the what? idea is that Xehanort can pull every single substantiation of himself in history to that place all at once. Yeah. Okay. So it's just it's it's the fragments of his soul that are inhabiting the other. 
Okay, so those were the basically the pieces of his heart that were inside the rest of the actual yep. of organization. Okay, that makes yep. see so yeah so that that makes sense, right? Um, and, sure. Uh, I mean, I guess right. Like in the context, like I, I, I in the context, I kind of, yes. I struggled. To, I struggled to connect Kingdom Hearts lore and sense. In, in, but, but, but 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 like that's the thing. Like the fact that you have to ask that question at all goes back to the idea of like doing a Kingdom Hearts spoiler cast. Like you can spoil technically what physically happens in the game but it's not like yeah. you can spoil what it's about i'll tell you what though that final boss with that final boss fight like so like let's talk about the keyblade graveyard and everything beyond right because i honestly felt like the last five hours of this game were the strongest five hours in the entirety of the series um because it was just it was just yeah. hit after hit after hit emotional beat after emotional beat and like for example, and it was just the little things that got me. Like for example, fighting uh, uh, fight, fighting Ansem and Zemnus again, and hearing that that boss music that played when you fought Ansem way back in Kingdom Hearts One, mm-hmm. I was like, oh god! I was like, oh these fucking feelings, and uh, finally laying these characters to rest. And um, I don't know, like hearing like when you defeat Zemnus, hearing him voices regret for the way he treated. Uh, the members awesome. of Organization 13, I was just like, oh, man. I was like, oh, this is some good shit right here. Like, I am The first emotion I've felt in years. And it's loneliness. <laughs> and it's loneliness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I was like, I was, yeah, I was like, wow, he's me in high school. But, uh, like, like, it was, I was so dank and dark in high school. Nobody understood my pain. But, but like, uh, but, like, I mean, Really, like from the moment you hit the the you know the Keyblade graveyard, just that and oh that moment, guys, that moment when uh, when Terranort is confronting Aqua and Sora and the rest, and all of a sudden Lingering Will pops in, and he says he says I've waited a long time for this moment, dude. I was off the couch, I was yelling, <laughs> I was like, oh shit, I was like, oh my god, it's finally fucking happening, and uh, I don't know, man, like like, and then there was that moment when. Uh, you had to throw it was the most ridiculous moment in the entire game when you had to throw um, all the millions of Keyblades into the giant yeah. Heartless Tornado, and it was all the usernames from Unity. My God, <laughs> so badass! So he, I was but, looking for my username, by the way. <laughs> here's my thing, though, guys. Like, I so I never played Unity. I know what it was because I dive into Kingdom Hearts lore, but I never played Unity. Imagine how somebody who has no fucking idea what that is. So who's played the Kingdom Hearts 1, 2, and 3 and has never played Unity? They're like, what the fuck is even happening right now? I, I don't think they're real usernames. Uh, they I were. Don't, yeah. They, Are you I, sure? Really? Because yeah, I've because heard... they cycle. They cycle as you go okay. through. But even and... so, like, 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 imagine somebody playing this and just going, what the fuck is even happening right now? Who has no yeah. idea what Unity is. Yeah. Yep. No, I mean, that's <laughs> definitely a case. I mean, I mean to be fair, there's a lot in this game that if you've not played Unity... Slash watched um what is it the back cover movie that oh, by that last five uh, yeah. hours this game makes this game makes less sense than it has any fucking right to be if you don't have at least a passing knowledge of those two things uh, I mean Kingdom Hearts is mocked for not making a lot of sense but you know you can again within lore and understanding you can make you can understand where things are coming from and the basic ideas but the the back maybe not the last the last hour of the game is almost nonsense without a knowledge of that, those you, particular you know products. You know what's funny, Josh, is that somebody at work actually asked me, they were like, hey, John, so I've never played any of the Kingdom Hearts games. Kingdom Hearts 3 looks dope. Do I need to, do I need to play, do, like, can I play Kingdom Hearts 3 without playing the others? And I was like, I was like, you know what the best comparison is? Is like, 
You ever heard the story of the Necronomicon? And he, 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 I was like, you know, when you, if you read it, you'll go fucking insane. And he was like, he was like, no. I was like, well, look it up because playing Kingdom Hearts three blind with absolutely no knowledge at all of Kingdom Hearts lore, I was like, you will, you'll get ten minutes into the game and you will lose your fucking sanity. You will literally. It is like reading the fucking Necronomicon. I've played every game in this series, some of them multiple times. I got about 30 minutes of that game, and I still didn't know what the fuck was going but, on half the time. But, like, that's that's the magic of it, because you can get to the end of that game. And you're right, without the context of the movie that comes with 2.8, or having played Unity at all, it seems like gobbledygook. But if you remember what it was actually like to play Kingdom Hearts 1... The beginning of it seems comprehensible. You're like, oh, it's starting my, like the original game did. My my crush from uh, island school or whatever the hell these children are doing <laughs> has disappeared into a strange door with brown hood man, and I guess I need to follow her. And now Disney princesses are being threatened by a shadowy cabal of monsters, and that's fine for like fifteen hours. And then it starts going off the goddamn rails. <laughs> and you're like, a scientist named Ansem the Wise? What yeah. are you even talking about? And it does all of like the details of how everything fits together is so secondary to the feel and the texture and the tone of each yep. moment that you know, like who cares? Who cares? why there are a stream of names appearing next to Sora as he tosses millions of keyblades. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, dude, at that ball. point, like, I've played all the games, and at that point, I just checked out mentally. I was like, well, I'm just, I, I was like, I was like, I don't know what this is, but God damn it, I am in. I, that's fine. Like, whatever. Fucking, like, like, take my mind and just wash me away, Nomura. Like, that's, yeah. I'm perfectly okay with it. Let me ask you guys a question. Um, speaking of story beats and and uh, and emotions, so like, what did you guys? Because basically, every single every single member of Organization Thirteen, uh, including uh, Ansem and Zemnis, like basically almost everybody repented when you beat them. They were like, like uh, you know, Luxord and you know, like they were all Xehanort repents. Xehanort repents. Like like like, I thought it was I thought it was wholesome in a way. You know, like it yeah. was it was really like oh, I yeah. was like. I was a little surprised that Xehanort... Like, I love... Don't get me wrong. I love that that image of... Uh, of, of or that moment when Xehanort realizes that um, that Ericus has been inside Terra's body the whole time. And mm-hmm. uh, and, and he's... Because and he, he, he makes that quote. Terra says that line from Ericus and he goes... And he realizes it and he's like, you sly fox. Well, there's so and- much emotion in this... In the eyes of Xehanort. I was, I'm, I was blown away how much emotion they animated in into this character yeah. in that one scene because it's just there's so much there the funny thing about Xehanort though I, is that you can tell like Ricker Howard like I love his voice and his tone <laughs> is perfect for Xehanort but I said this yeah. on Twitter and I'll say it here you could tell he was like he was handed those lines and had no fucking idea what was happening <laughs> and he could not yeah. hide his confusion at what he was being asked to read and it showed oh, yeah like don't get me wrong he, just, did, he did a good um, job but you could tell he was reading this and he's and he was like in the back of his head he's like i don't get paid enough for this shit <laughs> like, <laughs> i was so mad that you tweeted that because i was a little more than halfway through the game and then and i literally could not get that thought out of my head every time because it, it his his voice bugged me like a little bit like his confusion but then the moment you tweeted that i i just every time zaynard spoke i'm just like he sounds so confused yeah he's like he's like he's like finally it's time to forge the keyblade 
yeah, it's like it's like I'm Ron Burgundy. It's like, damn it, who typed a teleprompter? Who typed a question mark into the script? Whatever you put in that script, Howard will read. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't help that nobody commits to utter nonsense like Leonard Nimoy did. That was what yeah, I was saying. Like, let, yeah, like it, it, you know, Leonard Nimoy would would commit to a line like, "Hey, Starscream, shut the hell up, and I'm gonna kill you." In the Transformers movies, so well, not only that, but it's like it, it, it's like you know, it's like I can imagine them saying like, "Okay, Mr. Nimoy, we you know we understand the script is," and then he just cuts them off, and he's like, he's like. Young man, I recorded an album called "The Tale the The Ballad of Bilbo Baggins." Do you understand the shit I've been asked to read in my lifetime? <laughs> this is nothing. <laughs> like this is just a fucking. This is Tuesday for me. Like like Leonard Nimoy brought such a gravitas to that role, and he was like, don't get me wrong, I like like at the end of the day, Rooker Howard did a fine job, but man, yeah. Nimoy was missed at the same time. Oh yeah, yeah. He Howard really nails Howard nails it when it really counts when he hands. The Keyblade to Sora and says, "Well done." Or like, I'll take it a step further than that, Anthony. The, the moment when I was like, "Okay, Rooker, good job," was when uh, Ericus looks at me, looks at him and he says, "Ready." And Xehanort just looks at me, goes, "Yes." Oh, and I was like, oh. "I was like, okay, that okay, he sold it there." Like mm-hmm. because like you could just like that look on his face. Xehanort, that was Xehanort saying, "Like, yeah, I'm tired, man." Like, that's, like I've, I've had so enough. Good. I'm tired, and like that moment where his body at the end is finally his old his old ass body is finally giving out, and Ericus is there to help him up. And I was just like, God! I was like, Oh, that, that's the only way. Because I was like, I was like, Yeah, I'm gonna fucking just I'm gonna waste Xehanort, right? Like, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna cut this guy in half. But then I was like, I like this better. This is the only way this could have ended down. Like, it was yeah. it was it was perfect. It was it it it, it ended perfectly and the fight with Xehanort himself was so epic it was so epic when you all went, it, it got all um inceptiony when you're fighting him in his goat by the by the way goat goat Xehanort goat armor Xehanort is best Xehanort I'm just yeah. gonna throw that yeah. out oh yeah right no, now. That, yeah the goat yeah, armor giant, is giant giant goat underwater Xehanort is I don't is ever that's Xehanort. the only part of the fight I didn't like Anthony I was like fuck an underwater section damn it like why why are you doing this to me Nomura but the fight itself like you know you know when you reach the top of Skella and Kylum and halfway through the halfway through that fight he raises the platform up and some summons Kingdom Hearts and and then all of a sudden he's sitting on the giant white you know organization organization thirteen throne. And all his shadows are coming at you, and I was, oh, what a, what a fucking fight that was. Just, that was the perfect way. That was a perfect way to end that. Se- well, actually, no, I take that back. The series is not over. Kingdom yeah. Hearts is is not. So let's let's. Uh, oh yeah. Let's talk about that, right? Um. So the secret ending. Full disclosure. I just looked it up on YouTube because I was like, fuck. There's so many other games to play. I don't have time to do all that right now. <laughs> so. Every well, lucky the- emblem, ultimate weapons, every yeah, recipe. I lost my mind. Look at you, Mad man! Look at you, man! Like just, just, just brag. Why just brag about? I it. have a kid named Sora. Okay, I, I, I have a commitment. But so, so the uh, epilogue first. So, so Zigbar has been Lushu the entire time. Yep. Um, and uh, which is mind blowing to me because I mean I don't think anybody fucking saw that one coming. Um, that is so Nazi coming that it almost 
feel like doesn't feel like a, it almost feels, it feels like a troll. Like I was that was one of three times when I was playing last night where I audibly realized, oh my god, I'm yelling what the fuck over and over and over again at two o'clock in the morning. Like I'm literally was yelling the fuck what 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 yeah. what like I couldn't control. Like I j- it just suddenly realized it was happening because I was just like so what the hell is this nonsense in a good way. <clears throat> and then you have the uh, and then you have the um, as, uh, it's the foretellers. Uh, mm-hmm. And then you have the foretellers appear, and and I was like, okay, man, they're really going for the whole unity thing, like all like, but Ava. Yeah, yeah, Ava was not present. Um, uh, Ava wasn't there. I can't remember the names of the others. One begins with a G. I can't remember their names. The I don't. I, I, yeah. I, yeah, but but so this is clearly the. And then you had the black box that Maleficent and Pete were looking for, and I still don't fucking know what the hell eat that any any of that. That was not explained at all. The black they were literally spent. Maleficent and Pete existed in this game solely to set up the next game. There was no other reason for them there. Uh, it it was it was nuts. Um, Which is a shame because yeah. I thought Pete's boss fight in Kingdom Hearts Two was one of the best boss fights in the entire. It's a good game. fight. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I also love his in Birth by Sleep his arc um, across oh, all yeah. the storylines. Story, Pete's story in Birth by Sleep is so good. It really mm-hmm. is. Yeah, the fall yeah. of Pete. I, I really want more out of Maleficent and Pete moving forward. I was kind of so, disappointed, but I was understanding. So of they're it. clearly, I mean, so they're clearly going to be in whatever comes next, right? Like Maleficent yeah. and Pete are going to be there. This is obviously going to be the story about the Forerunners. <laughs> I don't believe that Zigbar is going to stay Zigbar. I think he's going to take a different form. Sure. Um, I th- because I think they're going to want to separate. They're going to want to make a clean cut mm-hmm. from from you know you know the Xehanort saga. Um, so I expect him to take some different form as Lushu. Uh, but, and then there's the, um, yeah, so there's the black box. We don't know what the fuck is going on there. And then there's the secret ending, which I mm-hmm. thought was really interesting. So like, and by the way, like I was confused, uh, before the credits rolled when Sora disappeared, I was like, okay, is Sora dead? Like, like mm-hmm. did he fucking vanishing? Like what just happened? Right. Cause the ending itself isn't very long. It's not a no. very long ending. I was like, that's no. it. Like after all of that, that's it. But then we get, you know, you know, we get the epilogue. I'm like, oh, okay. And then I looked up the secret ending. <laughs> And Sora, and here's where things get fucking wild by even even by Kingdom Hearts standards. Here's where things get fucking wild. So Sora wakes up in what I think is Shibuya. Am I oh, yeah, am I am I on point here? Like, is that Shibuya? It is at this one, it's one hundred percent Shibuya. And then and yeah. and Riku is there for some reason. And uh, and then that that one guy. Um. Uh, oh God, what's the. Uh, the guy, for the Yo, guy Yo, who Sora, they, like, yeah, what, what, yeah. what the fuck is that guy's name? The character Yorosa. Yorosa from Ventus, or you know, Ventus Rex, whatever it's called, and um, I think that's what it's called. But I was like, okay, what the fuck is even happening? And then somebody who I think is the master of masters, presumably, on, on a building, uh, making the Kingdom Hearts sign over the moon. And at, at that point, I was like, I was like, I was like, okay, so I'm apparently on fucking acid, and I don't know it. <laughs> like what? Anthony, what the fuck? Did, what what was that? Explain this right. shit to me. My my very first thought when I was watching it was Tetsuya Nomura sitting at like his computer writing the script and in his head being like, "I'll fucking show you Final <laughs> Fantasy versus thirteen into another game. I'll make Final Fantasy versus thirteen all I like. Just watch me." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But I like I I as tempting as I am, I am by the thought as tempted as I am to think that this is Sora going to uh, the real world I think it's far more likely that like we're going to see this 
probably turn into like a the world ends with you. I was gonna. That's exactly what I thought. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Uh, you know, I I I think it's incredibly likely that what happens is that the next game that bears the name Kingdom Hearts is a more modest, uh, scaled back game. Akin to Birth by Sleep, which has, you know, something that has immaculate production values, but is less narratively ambitious than uh, the numbered sequels. Do you think they're going to dial back the Disney shit? I, I think get, that they are I, going to dial back some of the Disney stuff, but I think, you know, in the exact same way that Dream Drop Distance dialed back the Disney stuff. Like, Dream Drop Distance feels... In the same way that this game dialed back uh, the Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy yeah. elements so heavily, Dream Drop Distance felt like, all right, well, let's just lean into this weird petting a neon purple stuffed bear <laughs> in the stomach as much as possible uh, and make our own little world. And yeah. I kind of feel like that we might see that with the next game. Okay. Yeah. All right. Josh, what about you, man? You got any theories on Because uh, I think the... Uh... Excuse me. The beer went down the wrong way on that one. Um, I I think the I think the that's that's like after I thought about it, like I I was right where Anthony is. I was like I think that we're gonna get some the world ends with you shit here going on here. Like I, but yeah. I want to see what you think. I mean, I really know. Like so with the ending. I mean, I, I'm not gonna lie. Before I realized it was like you Shibuya, you know, like that kind of thing. I was like, wait, are we in Final Fantasy 15? Like that was I, my. I thought it was too because I could have sworn I heard Somnus playing. <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, I thought it was like this is Final Fantasy fifteen, so maybe the next game will act will lean away from Disney, but actually lean heavily into Final Fantasy. But uh, no, I, I'm not really sure that's the uh, the direction they're gonna go. Honestly, I, most of my stuff is based around. Did you guys actually uh, read uh, the Secret Reports stuff? I all? did not. I no. probably should though. You should look up the Secret Reports if you. If, I mean, you can just do the battle like whatever things all fourteen of them. It takes an hour to go through them all. Aside from the last one, they're all really simple, and the last one's not that bad either. Um, but they're all different. Re- Actually, you don't even get a report for that. Never mind. Uh, but you get different reports. Uh, ri- they're written from the perspective of like Xehanort when he is younger, and there's a, uh, there's one there's a couple written from Xehanort post. Um, uh, when he saw his amnesia and stuff like that, when he's working in their ansem and talking about his experiments, and then you find out uh, who, because um, Axel and Sex were talking about how they went into Radiant Gardens, became apprentices to meet this one girl, and they don't really elaborate on that. This straight up tells you who it is, um, and oh, stuff who like is that. It? I just assumed it was Gion before she was Gion. That's what I thought too. Nope, it is Ava. Fra- oh. It, 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 what? Oh, damn! What? It, hold it, on! Wait, it, whoa, whoa, whoa! Hold on! The black girl. It doesn't girl. say this in direct words, but she, there's, a, they find another girl. They find this girl who has amnesia in the in the square, and all she remembers is her four friends and a keyboard. Ah, yeah, there it is. Holy shit! And so, so man. that's not Zion. That's Ava. It's uh, so Ava is in it because remember Zigbar at the end of the game mentions something happening with Ava, and I think and I yeah and I and I. Then there's this whole story from uh, uh, about her and stuff like that, and then Axel and Syx meeting her. Essentially, it kind of just fills in these little plot points while also pushing wow. the story forward a little Holy bit. Holy shit! Okay, I did not. I uh, wa- okay. Wow. Go read it. Uh, uh, yes, I will. Holy shit! I I that one throws me for a loop. Wow. I think the next game, at least for the main storyline, is going to be all about finding Kyrie, obviously, uh, if, if, if Sora's involved, uh, which presumably, but it's, I think it's going to be primarily about Ava. 
and her connection to Zigbar and the connection to the Master of Masters. Oh, you're, uh, and you're I think absolutely, they're going to leave. They're absolutely going to play as Sora, though. Like they're not. They're not abandoning. You know, I would point. like more of what happened in this game. I love getting to play as Riku, and my God, I love. I want to play. play I want to play as Riku because his Keyblade is fucking dope. Yeah, I just want to play. I want a Kingdom Hearts game, kind of like Birth by Sleep, where I maybe not three separate stories, but I want a Kingdom Hearts game where I'm at different points in the story, switching, like, maybe not quite Mortal Kombat storyline kind of stuff, but give me, like, switching between characters. I just want to play as Riku because his Keyblade looks like a car key, and for whatever reason, I just fucking (laughs) love that. Like, I just, like... I keep I keep expecting him to like you know I don't know like like what if you could use that in, like, like Grand Theft Auto style in Shibuya you could use that as like a, me- a mechanic to steal people's vehicles and drive all around Japan like, I would Grand I would, I would, I would Grand, <laughs> Grand Theft Grand Theft Hearts Grand Theft Disney um, but uh, yeah like I um just a just a great what a great fucking game like like yep. it, it sounds like we were we were down on it at the beginning but it's but it's only because you know like like when you when you love something as much as i love kingdom hearts like it's really easy for you to nitpick and pick out all the stuff you don't love um but i i guess what i'll ask here is um is, oh and by the way one more point i want to make uh when i started watching the secret ending i and i saw that two that big tower with the two Pointy top, you know, you know, like it, it stopped in the middle and mm-hmm. keeps going. I thought that was going to be um, the tower in Insomnia. Like I legit thought we were in Insomnia, and mm-hmm. I and I expected yeah. here. All of a sudden, I was waiting for Darren DePaul to kick in. Like it is an honor to be recognized, and I was just like, mm-hmm. I was waiting for it. Um, but uh, if you guys, and here's the big question, we'll start with Anthony, and we'll, then we'll move to Josh, and then I'll go. If we had to rank Kingdom Hearts three. Where would we put it in in the series as a whole? Where a- Anthony, where would you put Kingdom Hearts three? All right, John, I've been wanting I've been wanting to address at the beginning. You you said you like oh it sounds like we're negative. There is literally nothing about this game that I would change. I would like there to be more Final Fantasy characters, but right. I don't think that their absence is detrimental to it at all. I have. No complaints out of this game, and I, it's I think that this is damn near perfect. Like if a game succeeds based on achieving its goals as an artistic vision, this is a ten out of ten. I love it, and the the only thing that I ever wanted from Kingdom Hearts three, other than to just be good and interesting, but. Kingdom Hearts is almost always good and interesting, is that I wanted it to trim the fat that was in Dream Drop Distance and Birth by Sleep. Mm -hmm. Both of those games had a lot of extraneous content that really didn't need to be there, and I wanted it to be a little bit more focused. I think Kingdom Hearts 3 is the best Kingdom Hearts. Number one, with a bullet. Uh, And then after that, Dark Horse, the second best Kingdom Hearts game ever is recoded for the I fucking knew you were going <laughs> to throw some zesty shit in there. I knew fun game. Tight. I knew you were going to I knew you were going to throw some spicy bullshit in there Anthony. That's that's what I bring <laughs> no, you I'm on just here. Gonna, for. I'm just, I expect I, I, this from I, you. I'm welcome to Flavor Town, dude. I, I expect this <laughs> like, from you. I'm fucking Johnny Garlic over here with the game opinions. Uh Josh, yeah, I am <laughs> No, please. Rules. Oh my god, Anthony. We're going to have a disc- we're going to have to talk about this after we're done. Josh, what about you, man? Where would you rank Kingdom Hearts 3? 
I have a hard time. Uh, part of me is very desperate to keep Birth by Sleep as my favorite game. And while I agree it's a very bloated game, it just was very special to me in the storyline of that game. Mm. I don't know if it hit at the right point in my life, but just something about that just really just was important to me. But I gotta say, 3 is... It, I want to replay it, to be sure, but I think it's probably my favorite game. Um, unlike Anthony, I, I there, is a few, there are a few things I would change in the game. Uh, just for personal things, I... I've never liked the Winnie the Pooh levels, but I feel like it's such a tacked-on, pointless fucking thing in this game. It, it is, it, yeah. I would like to either clear remove it or add more. There, that like that would be something I would change. Um, it just like just like a few quirks with you know the combat, the flow motion stuff being so talked about, and then it's it's not anywhere near what it was in Dream Drop Distance, but it's also not necessary because the combat's so good without like it being a huge part. There's just different. There's different things like I would tweak here, tweak there. The Final Fantasy stuff, sure. But ultimately, I mean, it's a really enjoyable story. Um, it's 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 got great combat. The worlds are arguably, I'd say, the best combined like amount of worlds we have. Um, give me a final mix version of this game that just tweaks a few things and maybe adds a critical difficulty, uh, and I would easily give this game a ten out of ten. Right now, I'd probably give it like a nine or nine point five if I did <clears throat> numerical rankings. Okay. Um, I think for me, I think for me, um, I'm not sure it beats Birth by Sleep as my favorite in the series. It's probably a very close second. Mm-hmm. There, there, there are a few. Just because, I mean, I, I mean, Tron Legacy is one of the best worlds in the entirety of the series for me. Um, but it was good. M- more than that, I just love the characters of Terra, Ventus, and Aqua. Um, but. I, I, I like I love Kingdom Hearts three. I feel like there are a few things I would I would personally change about it. Um, you know, I would add some more Final Fantasy characters personally, just because I felt like the game was missing that. Um, there were some worlds that like I feel like even though you spent less time, or even though you spent more time in these worlds than you do in worlds in the other games, like. I was a little disappointed that there was no reason to go back to any of them. Yeah. Like, when, what, like once you're done, you're done, and there's no need mm. to go back. Um, I feel like while the combat was the absolute best in the series, I would have liked a little more challenge. And I felt like the combat leaned a little too heavy on the Disney ride stuff. Um, uh, yeah. you know, I, like every five seconds, those Disney rides are popping up. And I was like, okay, I get it. Like, wow. Like this, you really want me to get on the, on the teacups, don't you? Um, <laughs> and like, and it was super novel and fun. The first 50 times I did it in, in the first world, but I was like, Oh man, like, um, and if there was one, if there's only one more thing I could change about the game, it would probably be um, there were some worlds I felt like would have been perfect fits for a Kingdom Hearts game where we're just inexplicably left out, like uh, Wreck It Ralph's world. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's there as a link, but I feel like the world of like the arcade would have been that's a fucking no brainer in a in a Kingdom Hearts game for yeah. me. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Star Wars, like, come on, like, I, I, you know, like lightsaber Keyblade. I mean, it it writes itself. Um, you know, and there's so many parallels between like, you know, what you could do with the heartless and the Sith, you know, like, like, mm-hmm. I, I feel like there was a huge missed opportunity there. Uh, the Incredibles would have been another fucking great world to have. Mm-hmm. Um, while I do feel like this was the strongest collection of worlds in the series overall, I feel like there were some worlds that could have made it even more rich and more diverse. Like, I mean, the Marvel universe, like, I mean, Disney owns Marvel, yeah. like imagine how amazing it would have been. To get like like you know fighting the Black Order, you know like I mean that would have been that would have been incredible, um, like a Marvel themed Keyblade or like a you know lightsaber Keyblade or 
you know, like, like I, I, I don't know. I like, um, I just feel like there were some missed opportunities there. Having said that, uh, the back end of the game is the absolute strongest Kingdom Hearts experience in the entire series, in my opinion. Um, and even though I feel like there's, uh, it's missing some of that connective tissue that holds together, uh, you know, that holds together a game like Birth by Sleep much more coherently. I feel like when you take all those parts and kind of mesh them together, especially elevated by that just incredible finale, like King, like that's what elevates Kingdom Hearts three up to nearly at the top for me. It's not quite enough to beat out Birth by Sleep, but it's it's a damn good fucking video game, and I am very much looking forward to playing Kingdom Hearts 3 Final Mix when it releases next year. <laughs> K- Kingdom Hearts versus 13. That's you know that. You that. guys know that shit is coming. This is not the final version of, final, of, uh, of Kingdom oh, no. Hearts 3. There's it's, Final Mix. It's, it's, it's coming, and, uh, and there were some things I would love to see added in a Final Mix, like the Coliseum. Like, and that's the other thing. Like, I felt like the, the end game was a little lacking. Well, the lack of a Coliseum, the closest thing they have is those battle things, the 14 things, but otherwise, where the hell... The Coliseum is yeah, the best part of 1-2, and yeah. and the variation they do in Birth by Sleep. It's it's th- That challenge of it is some of the best stuff in the game. There's no there's no Sephiroth, there's no Kurt Zyza. Um, there's, mm-hmm. that you fight that one enemy. Well, I, thought, I thought the super boss was super easy. Um, yeah. But, uh, I don't know, Anthony, what about you, man? Like, like, did, like and that, that's something that we didn't really touch on is that like I, f- I felt that I felt like the end game itself was a little disappointing. Oh, you know, I, for me, I'm not really a post game guy with mm. kingdom hearts. Uh, the, the reason that I play all these games on easy and the reason I just sort of quit after the fact is I slaved to get to that Sephiroth fight Ta. in the original. And then I was like, screw you, game! I'm not doing this shit! Yeah, he I'm was going to the ridiculous. internet, and I'm going to wait 45 minutes for a like 240 by 120 version of the secret ending to load <laughs> on the GameSpot forums, yep. and I'm just doing it that way for here on out. Uh, so I, like, you know, that stuff doesn't really bother me so much. I would have liked at least an excuse to go back to one or two worlds. But again, Mm -hmm. like, I was so glad that the game was just, we're going to tell a story and we're going to tell it as clearly and as confidently as we possibly can made me so happy that I really wasn't, you know, that worried about it. All right. Well, um, you, you know what's funny is that I was like uh, when we first started this call, I was like, "Okay, we're gonna go about half an hour, no problem." We're we're like at fifty three fucking minutes now. Yeah, my like, wife has been texting <laughs> me for twenty minutes, begging me to come out and take care of the kids. The three <laughs> of us are like the three of us are just you know like you know I don't know I'm a talker, Josh you're a talker, and I fucking everybody knows Anthony's a talker. So I saw there's no more I could say honestly. Yeah, but I, I could talk about the game for another hour, but I I don't think we should do that. I Probably would, not. I'm really going to go play some of that some of that uh, Tetris Battle Royale over there on my Switch. <laughs> uh, but uh, anyway, guys, uh, this is a, this has been a great discussion. Kingdom Hearts three. There's still a lot to talk about, um, and of course, the series has not ended yet. I want to thank uh, Anthony and Josh, two very good friends of mine, uh, uh, for for joining me tonight, guys. Thank you so much for uh, for being here. Oh, it was a pleasure. Oh, this was great. I was I was ecstatic when you invited me. All right, and uh, with that being said, uh, this has been our Kingdom Hearts 3 spoiler cast. Please join us uh, every Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time where you can watch us on Super Deformed Gamescast, uh, talk about all the latest gaming news that happened that week, and uh, we'll see you guys later. Thanks for joining us. Play Recoded. Oh! <laughs> <laughs>